0: It's Brandon and Jess and we're the box office bomb squad. This is where we are breaking down some of the biggest bombs that ever hit theaters. And today's bomb is 1999's Dudley Do-Right. You remember Nell Fenwick? Nell! Remember her? He'd been in love with her since he was six. Hello, Snidely. Oh, we've known each other too long to be that formal. Nell, will you stop that? Zowie! Cool hat. Mm, We try. So... What do you want, totem breath? Totem breath? Well, it's the best I could come up with. It's hard to kiss and think at the same time, neither of which activity you've had much experience with. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I hate putting that on here, that little bit we just did, because that is by far the best part of the movie. <laughs> that interaction, It first, it, it's like a really good introduction of each character and everything like that. It just, I don't know. But yeah, that bit and followed by my favorite th- my favorite line in the whole movie which Jesse already cut for You're me the man, whip. <laughs> you the man whip <laughs> Jesse's favorite line is considerably different just uh,
1: scientists discover that Canadian bacon is actually ordinary ham <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, a couple of the jokes in this movie work but yeah. uh oh, uh 22 million to make it very cheap that's a really cheap m- movie for the names uh, they cons- had in it yeah, considering this cast, none of these were nobodies at this point. I have a whole conspiracy theory to go with about this movie too, which will be fun. Um only made ten million, which the movie is for as short as it is, I felt bored for long stretches. So I kind of yeah. get people like it, it just didn't have it didn't have that oomph that George the Jungle had. But without further ado, let's talk about it. God, let's talk about it. Some low-hanging fruit in this film that I'm going to get off my chest right at the beginning. Okay. Um, clearly, they couldn't afford an animal, and so Horse, <laughs> who is at the beginning of this film, who is a main character of the Dudley D. Wright cartoons uh, and is actually a better Mountie than Dudley yeah. per the cartoons. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. The Horse disappears, what, 10 minutes in? Maybe, yeah. And doesn't show back up until the last 10 minutes of the film. To me, this was, man, horse trainers are expensive. Let's just do all the horse shots in one day, and we don't have to keep this guy on payroll. Which
1: I wonder how much they cost, because you would think, like, horses are pretty plentiful,
0: you know? Yeah, it's, like it's keeping a trainer, trainer on trainer, and different. reshooting it. And there was a stuntman to ride it, because... That wasn't Brendan Fraser the entire time. Well, we've seen him with horses before because you remember the super sexy Georgia Jungle scene where he's like running with the horses. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, funny thing, I I bring that up because the horse disappears and then Nell shows up as a character. (laughs) And of course, the low hanging fruit is that Sarah Jessica Parker looks like a horse. And I could make this joke, I could easily go into that was Nell isn't it isn't Nell she's still gone that's just horse in a disguise i could make the joke oh horse was gone i didn't know that he the, the horse is right there wearing a blue dress I, there's plenty of jokes you can make about this uh i'm going to be the bigger man and not make these jokes uh the man and just, whip. yeah exactly i'm the man whip <laughs> you're the man whip dumbest d- movies full of a lot of little funny dumb moments and i have some positives to talk about in this film me too um, I definitely have some negatives like every time Sarah Jessica Parker or Brendan Fraser are singing, it's not good. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it's
1: not, I don't think it's supposed to be that good, but it's like, it I, happens I too know. often to be, yeah, like, I think
0: that's what, it if, is. if it was a one, two, the movie fails on one big thing. Every gag is done five so, times too many times.
1: Yes. That's I honestly, I have that in my notes. Where I say you can only be hit in the head with a board so many times before Six you times get, at in least. fact,
0: bored. Yeah. Uh, well, how about the fact that the the slapstick of the kid at the beginning trying to read the book, dropping, falling off his desk? That was like, okay, huh? okay, that's yeah. kind of funny. Then they immediately do it again. Uh-huh. And then we go, well, let's see him as an adult. And we immediately see him do it again. I get continuity here, but like. That you just did the same exact gag three times in a row, with no time in between. And they do it four because he falls off his desk a fourth time. Oh, you're right. Oh my yeah. god! And
1: see, that's the problem in comedy. It's the rule of threes. You do something three times; it's supposed to be funny. You do it a fourth, and you're going to tank. And they do it so. They do all the jokes so many oh, times.
0: They repeat jokes so often. The vampire joke goes on too long. <laughs> like yeah. it's funny at first and then it gets dumb and then it like keeps going on and it's like halfway through the movie before Dudley finds out that vampires aren't real it's like this we've gone way too far into this vampire one-off vampire line by the way yeah. um there's the native american dance thing uh it was funny because it's like oh they're going to do a dance thing you're like oh okay well Traditionally speaking, we assume we're going to see some type of tribal dance around a fire, but instead, it's a like a full, you know, fully decked out Vegas style sideshow with dancers and and fireworks and all this stuff. And the joke is funny, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Huh. That dance scene goes on way too long, and then what? Twenty minutes later, we do it again, and the only difference is Brendan Fraser is now in it wearing an eagle costume. Yeah. And it's like, we've seen
1: this joke already. That was a one-off. You need to leave it as a one-off. It was
0: funny. And then you let it go. (laughs) This this movie was a very funny half hour short. Yeah. That got stretched into an hour and 20 minutes because the studio needed it to be a feature-length film. Yep. Now, did you watch the original cartoon at all? enough to notice the differences not enough to really quote anything so in your opinion okay Dudley do right's an easy character you play stupid you
1: slapstick comedy you're handsome and stupid yeah handsome dumb yeah snidely whiplash Alfred
0: Molina did you think I he will did fight a good you job? on this I will fight you on this because I, I think, think he did an amazing job. I you I don't have to fight me because I think it's fucking, unbelievable. <laughs> I think he's the only one who studied his character, and he's like, <laughs> all right, so and, and he's got a deep voice. We've heard him. Power of the Sun in my hands. You know, we know how yeah. he sounds, but he's like, I'm gonna talk like Snandy Webster the entire time. Yeah. Puerto Rico. You like I said, no, Puerto man, Rico. Wait. Exactly. <laughs> he is fucking owning this role and Eric yeah. idol as a made-up character as just this crazy drunken prospector he's fucking owning yeah it. and I mean Brennan uh, to be I'm fair evil. Brennan Fraser is
1: <laughs> Brennan Fraser is playing Dudley Do right Dudley Do right well, just mean, one of those characters that doesn't
0: translate well into film I don't know handsome I don't think. handsome idiot and I love Brennan Fraser by the way oh, I'm God, not calling yeah. an idiot I don't think he's an idiot by any means no. but handsome idiot he is one of Top 10 handsome idiots. Oh, yeah. Like, he plays a handsome idiot so well.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, I wanted to get your take on that because I was thinking the whole time, this is honestly might be one of my favorite Alfred Molina roles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just he's really, it was so
0: good. <laughs> he is going balls to the wall with this character. Yeah. He's really trying. And this movie's not that great. So you almost feel like, whoa, what a waste of the talent of Eric Idle and Alfred Molina here. But like, Molina never once said that this is a bad movie that he's going to phone in. He is fucking doing the voice the whole time. Hell yeah. He's crouched. He's doing the hand things, the stuff he says, the jokes he says. He is, he's the man. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's rocking it. you the man, Whip. He <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> and this movie is worth watching to watch Alfred Molina's performance as Snidely Whiplash. Yeah. Uh, now, I know that Snidely Whiplash and, um, uh, uh Oh, my God. Other bad guy who's clearly Snidely Whiplash but not Snidely Whiplash from the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. People get them confused because I saw some reviews where people thought that Snidely had a dog. He does not have a dog. They're thinking of uh, oh, I know, Dick who. Dastardly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're thinking of Dick Dastardly, I and I'm see like, see where oh, you'd make hmm. that mistake,
1: though, just from memory.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, they look shockingly similar. Mean, they're the, the stereotypical bad
1: guy of the time. Yeah, You know, the mustache twirl.
0: The uh, the joke where uh, he's like, there's this guy out there wearing this Abe Lincoln hat, and I I don't know why it was funny to me, but Abe Lincoln hat made me laugh a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so uh, mentioning him, mentioning Fraser, mentioning all this, I here's my conspiracy, right? The guy who created, uh, well, the team who created Dudley Do Right, also the team who created George of the Jungle, yeah. George of the Jungle, of course, was a mega hit, the uh, the movie. That movie made a ton of money. This movie follows the, this is my conspiracy, follows the formula of George of the Jungle too closely. They go, Brendan Fraser, in there. We're not going to make him have blonde hair like Dudley does. Instead, we're just going to have him. Uh, female lead, we're going to choose a skinny, uh, tiny blonde, just like... Uh, what's her Leslie Mann. Is it Leslie Mann? i I'm Leslie Mann. Pretty and, sure yeah. and George of the Jungle. And I was like, oh, okay. So the character, the cartoon character of Nell is a redhead, and she's an idiot. Um yeah. they don't really portray this character as an idiot. Uh they kind of portray her as well, how do I say this without sounding offensive? An educated idiot. Which well, she's <clears throat> kind of slutty. That too. Um, like she just keeps going with the guy who's winning. She doesn't care anything about the person. It's just who's winning is who she wants to be with. Oh she's yeah, trifling. She's an opportunist. Yeah, she's definitely trifling. Uh, but choosing her, that actress, and everything like that makes me feel like they were trying to go with that Leslie Mann route because they wanted to hit that gold again. And then getting like an Oscar-worthy actor to portray a ridiculous villain, you which is. Whip. Yeah, Snidely lash by Al Freeman Here, and of course, uh, what's his name played by uh, Thomas Hayden Church and George of the Jungle, and then here's another. This this is the nail in the coffin. All that is you know circumstantial. Sure, you can argue a lot of that. Okay. They also randomly just put one of the pythons in this film, John Cleese being ape, and then this one Eric Idle oh, being yeah. weird prospector.
1: I forgot John Cleese was ape.
0: Yeah. That's a good oh, yeah. point.
1: Holy crap.
0: Yeah, and the formula is almost exactly the same. Right. They take the character, they subvert his entire point halfway through to make us a new character. Like George had to be smart, which is never something that George was good at. Just like in this movie, Dudley D-Wright had to be bad. And they're just trying to hit that George the Jungle Gold again. Um, To me, it feels too much forced into that and it, and the movie fails because of that
1: you know it, um, just thinking of george of the jungle and what i remember of it you are i think you are spot on because they do feel like almost the exact same movie oh yeah oh yeah, yeah that's crazy all right
0: uh, by the way second brendan fraser film we've done both had dream sequences just kind of saying there yeah <laughs> Uh, A couple jokes that made me laugh because there were things that made me laugh. Really big train. Funny. (laughs) The front of the train said really big train.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Problematic. We'll get to the part that's funny to me. The Native Americans played by all very Italian men. (laughs) So here's the thing about it. (laughs) they actively know that they're going all very Italian and they're going very connected man mafia type for these natives. They were the Kumquat nation. Yeah. It makes it a little better and less, and less red facey because they are actively every once in a while mentioning that they're not natives, that they're just trying to make money up there. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, Alex Rocco who's in this movie, who is a real life gang member, who was in The Godfather, um, this guy is the chief. And he, he even says uh, close to the end, he's like, oh, yeah. When she goes, I thought North American natives could run all day long. He goes, yeah, like we're real natives. <laughs> <laughs> and the, when he says that, I go, I'm glad they said something about this, because otherwise this movie is sort of problematic. Yeah. That being said, it's a gag. It's a one-off gag. His right-hand man comes in and he goes, hey, we need to talk to you. His name is Standing Room Only. That is funny that this show business native's name is Standing Room Only. I actually laughed at that. I go, okay, standing room only's solid.
1: I love the fact that they just let them, they weren't even really pretending that hard. They let them use their own accents. No, no, they don't even, they don't, you know? they don't
0: the only time there's like problematic bits are the 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 show, whenever yeah. she does the flip and the twit and then the splits and goes, and how? Oh. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, like, I like they they're never doing pigeon speak or anything like that. They're just being they're yeah. being mafia. Men, As really. one, at
1: one point, Nell even says something to them in that, you know, I blah, blah. I don't even remember what she says. And he puts his glasses on. The chief does he's yeah. like, oh,
0: good for you, kid. <laughs> yeah, I love the glasses. The glasses was a great addition to the character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. man. <clears throat> there were jokes cameos. that made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the news, like the news program, the first thing is just talking about, oh, hey, the city's doing well, and it's like, oh, okay, this is TV exposition. We get this a lot in film, especially when it's something unimportant, but we kind of need to have that plot point out there. Sure. So the TV exposition was that. Um, what was the name of the city before it was Snidelyville? Uh, Semi Pleasant Valley. Semi Pleasant Valley is doing very well because of the gold rush, and then we get dropped with the. The, the the ham joke
1: just in scientists discover that canadian bacon is actually ordinary ham
0: very funny little gag that's just in the background the it's not background? even forefront and i was like <clears throat> okay that's good i even wrote that i go that's a good joke canadian bacon is actual ordinary ham um <clears throat> eric idol after finding gold out of nowhere they're just the next scene is him on regis and kathy lee it's actually regis and kathy lee uh that was crazy. I'm like, oh, they got Regis and Lee to show up in a cameo with us. That's funny. And then uh, when he's like all scared because they're like, oh, by the way, uh, a bunch of people are going to go up there and get the gold now. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to lose all my gold. And then they go, well, up next is Bette Midler. And then he stops. He goes, oh, really? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and later on in the film, when he's drunk and he's walking through town, and he's telling everybody about him finding gold and being on Regis. He stops next to a and he goes, I know Bette Midler personally. <laughs> 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 like, it's just like a real quick line, but I was like, "Oh, okay, funny." Uh, uh, the Puerto Rico line—I've already mentioned that when he, they're walking around, he says, Dudley Or sorry, the uh, Whiplash Sn- <laughs> uh, goes, "Do you like?" The, he says something about Puerto Rico, and the guy—he says it with like a Rico. roll in the R. And the, he goes, "Do you like the way I said Puerto Rico?" And he looks at him and he goes, "I speak a little Spanish." <laughs> wow, you are the whole package, Whip. By the way, that <laughs> guy. Uh, I don't even know that guy's name to be honest, but he's in the Big Lebowski. He's the uh, he's the landlord who does the one man show.
1: Uh, oh no, I don't think that that guy is the one that said that line. But yes, that is. Oh, well, I thought it was him, Homer. No, it Homer's
0: um, Homer's the name of the character in uh, in this. The the guy you're thinking of, I think, is the guy from Galaxy Quest. I think that's the guy that just said that line to him. You're
1: the whole package whip. Okay. Okay. I Shane, I believe is uh, C. Ernst Harth. hearth. I think that's who you're talking about from the, that's the guy who
0: was the, uh, he's in Deadpool. He keep, he, he's called a child molester constantly in Deadpool. And then, uh,
1: yeah, and that's the guy is, who said that line. Yeah. The, he's in galaxy
0: quest. He's mm-hmm. the, uh, so weird looking, He's not the leader of the aliens, but he's like the one we follow. He's the one who dies, isn't he? Yeah, he's the he's yeah. the alien who dies. Yeah, uh, in Galaxy Quest. And I'm like, oh, cool, that guy's in here. But then the guy with the mustache, Homer, who's like Snidely's right hand man. That guy is the uh, the rent the dude who makes uh, the dude go to his one man show in Big Lebowski. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I like that guy. Lots of little bit people in here.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that is not Shane. That's- Trying to figure out who these guys were. Okay, so Jack I know Jack, name is Jack Homer, Keller like, is Homer. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I got him. I then... don't. I gotta, don't know what the other guy's name is because a lot of them on this is are just listed as uh, Whiplash Henchmen. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Which
0: doesn't help at all. No. Uh, no. Oh man. So I I, uh, I like the Henchmen in this. The Henchmen are funny. The scene at the very beginning
1: after they robbed the bank. Number one, they rob the bank and they all have to go in there. Of course, yeah, but yeah. He's like, "What
0: do you want?" He goes, "Can you wait till everybody's in, please?"
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they they rob, they get the money and the gold, and Snidely takes the gold, and then they're counting the money. He's like, "Wait a minute, where'd the gold go?" And <laughs> you know, they like Snidely must have taken it. Well, where is he? And they all like shout for him. He doesn't show up. They're like, he stole the gold and left us with a measly $26,000.
0: <laughs> and
1: then, you know, Snidely's over there without his hat and just a mask on. He's like, I bet he went to I forget sedan. Yeah, sedan. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. And now back to our regularly scheduled program.
0: Uh, so uh, Jed Reese plays LeVar. Jed Reese is the guy who's also. Uh, and Galaxy Quest, by the way. So you, Jed know. Reese.
1: Okay, yeah. Jack Keller is Howard.
0: which one's Howard? He's
1: he's the one. Um. Oh, he's the one that he's from the Big
0: Lebowski. Yeah. Okay. And he keeps me. And Stanley calls, calls him, calls him Homer, Homer, but his name yeah. is Howard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yes, the movie does fall into that where Stanley does call his guys by the wrong name, so it is confusing at times to remember what their names are. Sure.
1: <laughs> um, Which the one big, of you is dumb enough To think you
0: can perform brain surgery <laughs> I just like, Didn't you want to be a teacher And he's like yeah And he goes congratulations you're the new superintendent He's like alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, The s- Slaw dogs <laughs> Yeah the slaw dogs stand. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> You worked at McDonald's didn't you Well yeah but I also in <laughs> your right-hand man. All right hand man Alright you're running the slaw dogs stand. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting screwed. <laughs> um, so one thing here I have in
1: my notes, this movie was supposed to release originally, uh, it's a Universal Films movie, it was supposed to release in May of, 2000, or of uh, 1999 uh, to coincide with the opening of Ripsaw Falls, the ride at Universal, Florida. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they moved it to August, uh, and instead, in May, they released The Mummy.
0: Man, Brendan Fraser was on fire in 1999. Busy, huh? he, he was doing a lot in, like, 96 to 2002. That guy was busy. Yeah, he was. Uh, <clears> glad He's back, the back. News to the news, too, by the way. I'm glad he's back. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say, that's I mean, funny that you say that. I was like, I just watched the thing. You know, everyone saw the video where he's getting uh, emotionally overwhelmed by the support. Um, there's a new one going around where someone asks him about that, and he gets overwhelmed again on stage. Yeah. He's like, it's just I didn't know that people liked me this much. You know, and I'm like, ah, that's good. That's good for you, man. Yeah, you're just, more than just a pretty face. People actually like you. Yeah, I just started watching TV show The Professionals <clears throat> that he's
1: in, Uh and I enjoy it quite a bit. So
0: I have not seen that. It, it's oh, another, another solid joke. By the way, um, when the natives are going to the forest uh, and they're running away because they don't have weapons, they start throwing rocks and like rolling rocks down the hill, and then. At one point, a boulder takes out like one guy and Stanley goes, that's not fair. They have rocks. All we have are these machine guns. (laughs) I thought that was good. Yeah. Um, I saw a complaint from a couple big uh, reviews, and it's kind of funny to me. These are like not Cisco and Ebert big, but like pretty big reviewers. Every one of them was mad and angry that Nell never gets captured when the entire point of the character is to get captured and she never gets captured in this film.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it was in the intro of every single Dudley do right cartoon. Yeah. I mean, but well, the whole I wouldn't thing be is mad about it.
0: Up, yeah. Tying her up and putting her on the train tracks, but instead that's replaced with the banker guy. And then the whole put her on a log that's going to a saw. We see, we see of all people, Dudley doing that to somebody because this movie, and I don't really have a rant to say this is one of those movies. that's kind of a kid's movie. I don't know if Lily watched it or not, but, um, she it's was one of those movies to.
1: that she, she bowed out
0: <laughs> no, probably started. for the best. You probably would have got bored <laughs> uh, to be honest. If the horse was in it more like, yeah. you, the, I think that was the biggest part for kids. Like the horse just goes away and the farting and the, the sticking it tongue out. It was stupid, but that's clearly for kids. So I'm yeah. like, whatever, but this movie's moral, you know, the moral of the story was doing bad is good because <laughs> in it, Dudley is a good man who does good things and his whole life falls apart because of this. And his life becomes shit. Snidely starts doing bad things and does very well. And even to the point where someone goes, well, can he be that bad? Look how much he saved the town. Look how much he's doing this. Look how well uh-huh. he's doing. And then Dudley doesn't turn shit around until he becomes bad and starts firing <laughs> a gun at people. By the way, WD right shoots at people and then threatens to kill guy with a saw uh and then uses a chainsaw to cut up somebody's flowers, which was funny. Uh use it in <laughs> when he gives him that Eric Idle gives him a chainsaw, use it in love. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be important. <laughs> it's not, it's just there so he can make the 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 bush sculpture of Nell. And that's it. Yeah. So he starts getting everything back once he's bad. Oh yeah. And once snidely decides he's gonna be bad and attack him, um, Things start falling apart, sure, at the very end. But it's like most of this movie tells me that being bad is good. You get the girl. Everything works out for you. Your life just just works out better that way until someone else comes around and outbads you. Yeah, just don't get outbatted. Yeah, it's a a weird message to send
1: to kids, to be (laughs) honest. Yeah. um, How awesome, though, was uh, Snidely Whiplash's plan? You know what?
0: Not a bad plan. Not and a I bad plan at
1: all. <laughs> I I also think it actually happened in real life. I
0: it seems like something that's totally could happen. For those of you out there that aren't going to watch this film, which is probably going to be most of the people, uh, yeah. uh, Snidely's plan is simple. He goes to a small, dying town, like many of us have you know seen and been to, and then he's he starts buying gold. So he's this is his own money. Yeah. He he, does buys, buy gold. he buys the he entire land. All the he land. steals the first amount of gold, and then, well, he doesn't really buy the land. He threatens. He buys the bank, I think, doesn't he? He, yeah, he, he Well, gets, he signed. They signed over all the mortgages, so he owns everything is. in yeah. town. Yeah, so he, he kicks that, out yeah. one family just so then he has a headquarters, which is funny because the family he kicks out is like a single mom with like seven kids. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I guess we need to set up that he's bad. Yeah. Um. So then he starts melting the gold down to look more natural and puts it in shotgun shells and then just starts sprinkling it in rivers and in caves. um, And then leaves it there for people to find. So then there could be a, false gold rush created, which does happen, and it everything goes up, so he starts making a ton of legitimate money because he owns all these businesses and stuff. The plan isn't bad. And when Dudley's like, oh, I know you did something wrong, I'm like, I don't... Did he do anything wrong? Other than the shifty way of getting the mortgage. The bank was it. And the bank. I think that's, honestly, the rest of it's all
1: pretty legitimate money. It's up and up. I
0: was like, (laughs) Snidely's actually a decent businessman in this. He's he's thought his way through this. (laughs) Entrepreneur. it's like the villain of the movie of the new, the Muppets movie. He's not really a bad guy. Cause he's, he literally isn't like trying to tear the place down. He's waiting for the mortgage to go up and then buy it legally so he can get the oil underneath there. And then he even gives them a chance to win it back. Like he gives them that opportunity yeah. and they can't do it. And it's like, I, he's not really a bad guy. <laughs> now, granted we're supposed to root for the Muppets. We're supposed to root for Dudley do Right. But whenever the villain's not doing that bad, you're like, I don't know. And maybe it's the uh, the Loki fan in me, but I kind of was rooting for Snidely at some point. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Plus, he was just more entertaining to watch. Yeah. You know, Snidely's jokes, he, he switched them up. Dudley, he's, he's going to step on a rake And it's going to hit him in the face And that's the joke we're going to get ten times
1: Yeah, and then he's going to turn around And he's going to step on the rake backwards And hit him in the back of the head he's going to turn
0: around And he's going to hit in the front of the head oh my and Something's going to fall on his head uh, I did like the training I guess we'll call it montage Eric Idle training that him Evil that was funny. I'm evil <laughs> I drew a line in the sand Don't cross that line Okay What are you doing? You told me not to cross the line. No, you have to cross the line. Uh, just stupid. The you trusted me. You didn't flinch at all when I threw that rock. I'm gonna throw another one. Hits him right in the face. Good job. You didn't flinch at all. One more. Hits him right in the balls. Lots of ball damage in this movie, yeah. by the way. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Very just Eric Idle shows up just to go, hey guys, this movie. Does have someone funny in it remember Eric Idle's funny and then he disappears Shows up at the end of the film his wife Is the prime minister of Canada which Is like okay <laughs> Sure whatever uh, uh, I uh I mean I like that character the prospector I, I don't even remember what his name was Uh Kim D- Kim J Darling I believe Oh yeah something Kim like Darling I wrote something down here that he said that it made me laugh And I can't remember what it was <sighs>
1: um maybe i didn't so this movie um uh, you know it didn't do very well in america obviously and overseas it went straight to video but i thought an interesting little factoid it did have an opening a theater opening in australia and it got $71,000 okay.
0: wow dollars <laughs> made is, off with uh... the gold
1: and left us with the $71,000 <laughs>
0: I wonder how well it would do if it opened in Puerto Rico. No. <laughs> you the man, Whip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, fun fact that I pulled up in my research, uh, it, it bowed down, it failed, uh, bombed against. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. In Too Deep, The what? Muse.
0: Hold on, In Too Deep. Yeah. Let's start with that deep. one. What is that?
1: Uh, okay, so I didn't look up that one. There were only two of those that I were interested in. So, In Too Deep, I'm looking it up. Was
0: now. it's a song by some 41? No, it dang is it, that, that, but also it's a movie. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <clears throat> uh, um, it's an Omar Epps LL Cool J movie. Oh, yeah, with Stanley Tucci. All right, <laughs> how about
1: that? Right out of Never police academy. Of uh, starts oh, undercover right. cop in Cincinnati for small time cases, proves himself. It's a buddy cop comedy. Well, not a comedy, oh, okay. buddy cop movie. Um, <clears throat> then the other one was the muse. All right. And the two that were interesting to me, that this movie bombed against the 13th warrior. Oh, which is on our list. Which is on our list, and the astronaut's wife.
0: <laughs> the astronaut's <laughs> wife, all right. That movie, that movie comes back into conversation. More than any other movie we've done on here, by the way, right? Which is like it's that in Monkey Bone, really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> funny, that is funny. Oh man, this movie went up again. Boy, that, nine <laughs> this this month this week of ninety nine. Not a good week for movies, huh? No. Well, I mean, I looked at that the Muse film. That looks bad too. It's like an Albert Brooks comedy with Sharon Stone in it, and I think Edie Falco. I'm like, no, thank you.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you got to look at the fact that like August, it's really kind of a dumping ground for movies. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. Very little good comes out in August. They just put their maybe movies in there.
0: What's funny now is like the landscape of film is so different now because Marvel just goes, well, we'll put out a movie a month and uh, it'll do fine. And it's Disney more than Marvel. Yeah. And it will. Oh, yeah. It will. Yeah. (laughs) There's no doubt behind that. Oh, man. I, uh, you know what? Well, let's jump right into Should It Bomb? Because I think One, two, that's just interesting. Well, I've been holding in since the clock in the morning. At the end of the week, I'm about to
1: blow.
0: It's a bummer 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 it's Very funny boring, because yeah. I actually like the Flintstones film. Yeah, the one with John Goodman. Yeah, and, and uh, of, of course Maranis. I love George of the Jungle. Yeah, I, I love George of the Jungle. Oh, yeah. and yeah. and Scooby Doo, the first Scooby Doo, that was great. Um, so there's like this trend of like turning 60s and 70s cartoons into these like comedies that, and I was all for, but there are two of them that stand out just so you know, burn your eyes bad. And that's Rocky and Bullwinkle, which I've seen. And I hate that film. Uh, And then I never saw this one because all I heard was, it's just a Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. And I was like, ugh. Yeah. And they're right. It's terrible. Like it's, it's so, and the problem is we talked very fondly of it at the beginning of this. You would have thought that maybe we would have been fans of it, but we mentioned everything good in this. (laughs) This is going to be a short podcast because we talked about everything that there's worth talking about. The rest of the film is just the same jokes repeated and not as funny. Rocky and uh, the adventures of Rocky
1: and Bullwinkle Girl is on our list, by the way. Is it really? It oh, is. no.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that movie again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which also has an amazing actor in a villain
0: role. Yeah. Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to do the math to see if they follow the uh, George of the Jungle formula. You know what? Uh, I, I think funny. it's the same
1: director. It was, it uh, might be. he direct, I believe he directed, uh, rocking a bullwinkle and then he directed this and he never directed any major films ever
0: again. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Cause, uh, the other day this has nothing to do with this film. Uh, I was at my mom's and she was like flipping through TV and, um, ballistic X versus sever was coming <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. It just started. She's like, I've never seen this. And I go, uh, I have. I'm gonna have to watch this, so maybe I'll watch it right now and I'll take notes now. And then I go, you know what? No, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this because it could be months before I have to watch it. The reason I say that is when we do the reveal the next movie, if it's Ballistic X versus Sever, I'm gonna be so fucking mad because I could have at least watched it with my mom. and had like a funny story about it. Yeah. Now it's like, if it's the next movie we have to watch, I'm gonna be so fucking angry. But- <laughs> Yeah, it deserved a bomb. Everyone knows why. It copied a formula of something that did well. It didn't do it as well. It uh, The jokes didn't land because the first time they did land, then we had to do it two more to th- to three more times, which just made them repetitive and unfunny. There there are so many little problems with this. That being said, Eric Idle, he does so much in this. And then fucking Alfred Molina is just – he's so golden in this. He just does so well. He He's yeah. really trying. I would but say – if you're if you have
1: little kids like kids who are just kind of transitioning out of cartoons and want to start watching real life movies, this might be something to show them. Honestly, because the slapstick comedy for little kids, they don't care how many times you do it; it's funny every time. Sure, sure, yeah, so, you're but right. That, that's and a that very narrow audience.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, George hit a tree every three scenes, but that's kind of his thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's kind of why I was annoyed because one of Dudley's things is him getting backwards on his horse. We see it. We one see him time. on the horse backwards one time. Yeah. And never again. Yeah. And I'm I like, we're actually writing, writing it like that. Not just Scooby doo movie where they never solve a mystery. Yeah. Or eat a Scooby a Scooby snack. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to fucking watch this movie. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was with this. I was just like, eh, I'm bored. Right. And maybe the, the franchise isn't popular enough to really play off of either, because there's not. I just don't think there's enough in it that people go, "Oh, I know what that is." That being said, I don't think Georgia's jungle does either. But that's Brandon Frazier in a loincloth for an hour and a half, and I think that's going to sell regardless. Yeah, <laughs> team changer right there. That's what I call Brandon Fraser. top, top five team changer. You the man whip? <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's such a good that's just a stupid line to bring Into whatever like if I had a TV series and you the know they get the title card At the end right there man, Whip. Yeah at the end of every show you hear that you're Like, what what is that from like, oh well that's From 1999's Dudley do right All right Jesse If it's blus- If it's ballistic that's for summer, I swear to God. <laughs> But anyway Go ahead tell
1: me what the next movie is Let's find out Magic number generator, give me my number. Please make it X versus Sever. (laughs) Uh, And it is 96, which is not that, because that's too far down the list. Uh, That's too far down the list. (laughs) That movie lost way too much 2000's Red Planet.
0: Uh, Is this the Val Kilmer film?
1: I believe this is uh, the Val Kilmer film. Yes, Val Kilmer, Carrie Ann Moss, and Tom Sizemore. Oh, Tom Sizemore.
0: All right. So I saw this movie in theaters, and I can recall. And maybe uh, the problem is Red Planet came out at the same time as another like Mission to Mars. Yeah, is what it was with, called, uh, you know Gary Sinise and Tim yeah, Robbins. Yeah, so it's I get those two confused often.
1: Yeah. Seen, so I've like,
0: w- which one had the storm at the beginning that killed a bunch of people? Uh,
1: okay, so that you was the same boat that, I am. that was the <laughs> um, uh, that was Mission to Mars. Okay, so this one's the robot that's
0: a killer. Correct. Okay, all right. So now I know where I am with things. Okay, because I, all I remember is r- the robot broke his ribs yeah, because it was, it was using yep. guerrilla warfare. And then I remember a guy spinning to death in a tornado and his face coming off inside of his mask. And those are the, how I remember those two films. Those are the <laughs> things I remember about them.
1: Yeah. Uh, this movie is uh, responsible for one of my favorite lines of all time, and that is um, Tom Sizemore at one point says, it's all about uh, lining up the points on the map. It's all about math. And then Val Kilmer <laughs> says, this is it, ladies and gentlemen, that moment when all of our algebra teachers said that math would, in fact, save our lives.
0: So I am a fan of Val Kilmer. and yeah. um. And we'll eventually watch it. No, I don't think we will watch it. I think it actually made money, even though it's considered one of the worst movies ever. The Island of Dr. Moreau. Is that on our list? Uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. I do not see it. Okay, so we'll never watch that, which is fine. That being said, I fucking love that movie. I know it was a fucking haunted hellhole of a film to make, <laughs> and I know that it is terrible, but God damn it, I love that film. And Val Kilmer's part of the reason why. So I'm excited to watch this one. Uh, Red Planet, man. I, don't, I was watching like every movie that came out in this era from like 98 to like 2004. I lived close to a movie theater and I just watched everything that came out. So <laughs> it's it's like a stretch there where I've seen everything. Oh, boy. That'll be fun. This will be a lot of fun. Well, Jesse, uh, other than Mars, where can the good folks find you? Best place to find me is on Twitter. I'm at Pen of Doom. P-N-O-F-D-O-O-M. And you can find me on Twitter as well. I'm Brando Supreme. You can also find me on, well, you find both of us technically on Facebook at Box Office Bomb Squad. And you can also email us at magictalkiebox at gmail.com.
1: If you'd also like to go to anchor.fm, you can see our show notes. Uh, They're usually not that long, to be completely honest. Uh, (laughs) Leave us a voicemail down at the bottom of the page. And right next to that should be a little cup that you can put some speckles into, if you so please. You can feel obligated if you're listening to Brandon
0: or don't feel obligated if you're listening to me. Read the show notes. Uh, It's a a place for Jesse to make a couple jokes there. Yeah, the only jokes I get. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Go out there, be bad, out bad other people. Your life's going to be great. The only thing I learned from love
1: was how to outdraw or how to shoot someone that outdrew you.
0: Yeah, thanks, uh, Rufus Rainwright. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>